Hello, everyone, and welcome to In-Depth, presented by the San Antonio Express News. My name is Luis Vasquez, and I'll be your host as we bring in journalists to give us an inside perspective into the stories they bring to the Express News each week. Today, I'm joined by Vincent Davis and the subject of his latest San Antonio Stories column, Burgundy Woods, editor-in-chief of Style Lush TV. Welcome back to the show, Vince. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. I'm really looking forward to talking to uh, you in uh, Burgundy. Burgundy, thank you for joining the show as well. This is so cool. I love this. So usually I start off the show by asking Vince, like how he heard about (laughs) the subject of his stories. But I know the answer to this one (laughs) because I I suggested it to him. (laughs) I've been uh, I've been following uh, Burgundy for quite a bit, stylish and and kind of everything she's been doing with the Texas Fashion Industry Initiative and Mm -hmm. uh, just a big fan of her in general. So um I'll I'll I'll, I'll, um, I'll let you go ahead, Vince, and uh, you can tell us how how your meeting with her went the other day. Well, you know, um, thanks, Luis. Um, I got to tell you, it was really a, a fun story to work on. Um, thank you for bringing Burgundy um, Burgundy Woods to our attention, and um, you know, you had explained everything to me about you know her, uh, you know, just her. Uh, influence here in San Antonio with fashion and everything like that, showcasing the local fashion community. Uh, the added plus was, um, you know, when I found out um, Burgundy's first name, you know, I mean, why she was named after one of the preeminent uh, discos back in the day when I was actually out there in disco. So, <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> Yeah. Um, But it was a different time. But I have to say that uh, Burgundy, you embody all of that, that that time period, you know, the fashion, the music, (laughs) the art, um, you know. And so I really had a great time sharing your story with the readers. Uh, And it was so fun, you know, and a lot of people, like I said in the story, you know, when I was young and like a little kid. It was really interesting just to know that other little kids weren't singing disco songs and, you know, but growing up, <laughs> growing up with that music and in a house where there was always, you know, there was pride in the stereo system and in the, like you were talking about, Vincent, the cracks and hisses and pops of a record yes. player and yes, the beauty of, of that analog sound and dancing and and watching my mom, you know, knowing, oh, my mom's getting ready to go out with my dad and she put on her red lipstick and put on her gold wrap dress. And I would watch her transform from this amazing nine to five working woman, you know, and at the time in the eighties, that was still kind of like a movement of its own, but watching her go from that office wear into the disco wear and seeing them so in love, you know, and the big collar my dad would wear like the big (laughs) butterfly collars it was just they were so glamorous and so in love and it was just the coolest time ever and I'd had no idea that my experience as a little girl was so different you know not everybody grew up with cool parents like that let alone cool parents who name you after the discotheque that they went to every weekend Burgundy Woods so it was just I I loved talking about it too I love disco I feel like when I was in the womb, my mom was probably listening to disco and still putting on her red lipstick, even though she was pregnant with me. I just feel it. I feel it. It's it, And that's one of my fascinations with fashion and art, because I feel like that era, people were just so glamorous. It was just so fun. 
And the music was so loud and so good. And, and it was just a mixture of cultures and, and sounds and, and it was just great. And you couldn't help, but, you know, dance. And, and I just think it's just such a cool era. And now, you know, everything from that, I think plays a big role in who I am, how I dress and also, you know, company culture of just being in fashion, being in art, you know, and, uh, and music, my first career, you know, in the music industry, it's just all, it's all me for sure. <laughs> well, I tell you, you know, it was the story that you told about one to become an intern at Virgin Records. <laughs> you talk about tenacity. <laughs> that is like the, probably right now the biggest thing I'm getting DMs about that people loved. And you know what's so funny, Vincent, is I forgot I even told you that. I had completely forgot <laughs> that I had told you that. But everybody was like, oh, my God, my favorite part was when you went to to the casting and and you were like, hey, I'm not looking to get discovered. I just want an internship. And I'm the one who's been pestering you. And I was just like, I completely forgot. Like Vincent's such a good interviewer. I totally forgot that he that even came up. But it is one of my most buried but cherished memories because. It was just like uh, like an instinct. You know, I think sometimes we grow up and people don't want you to be instinctual anymore. They, the more you grow up, they want you to be careful and do the right thing. And, you know, I had I had never let go of kind of the spontaneity, I guess. And, and just being like, you know, what do I have to lose? They're going to say no. Well, at least I tried and, you know, I'll try something else. But I had completely forgot about that, but everyone <laughs> keeps commenting on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, uh, and I, there were some other details because, you know, you know how journalists are oriented. And I, there, I was like, man, I forgot to ask her, what song did she sing? You know, and I, you know, there's those type of things. Um, what song did you sing? Uh, Alicia Keys. I do. I sang Alicia Keys. Uh, some people want it all. I played the piano oh, and wow. I sang it. Oh man, see that's a yeah. ah. Well, here you go. This is why we have Luis. <laughs> Luis is extending, and he's showing us, you know, the, the readers and the, you know, the behind the scenes, the rest of the story. So thank you, thank you. Yeah, I know. I know for a fact there is an Instagram grid on my Instagram where I'm singing it. I know for a fact because one of my coworkers. Sometimes I would for to, to stress relief during my office hours, believe it or not, I have an electric piano in my office. And sometimes just to kind of, um, you know, it's, just, I have a very stressful job. The, the goals I'm doing are not easy. So, <laughs> uh, sometimes I, to relieve my mind, I'll go play the piano a little bit, maybe sing a little bit. And at, and there was this one time where I was singing that, I think that song, Alicia Keys, and she recorded it and she posted it for me on my grid. Oh, I got to find it. And, and I didn't know. She, yeah, I didn't know she did it until people started commenting. And I was like, oh, hey, when did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was it was cool. It was pretty neat. I remember. And I, you know, I saw her with her camera. But, you know, in the day and age of social media, like people are always doing that. They don't necessarily post everything. So I don't know, let alone on my grid you know so um she was an assistant at the time who had access to my um my password and you know username and all that because she would help me maintain traffic and messaging and stuff but 
Yeah, there's definitely, it's there somewhere. I know it. <laughs> I want to move to um, talking about, because you are so busy and having a piano. Can you explain why you're so busy? Talk about Stylish and the Texas Fashion Industry Initiative and, and kind of everything that you do. Yeah, sure. So it's busy days. It's okay. So 2014, okay. So it's been about, what, six years working towards this goal. I'm so busy because what started as just a small online fashion news company that reported on San Antonio fashion community, you know, six years later has grown into this huge umbrella brand called Texas fashion industry initiative. And, and, and this, the, this nonprofit, the whole mission of the nonprofit is to bring the epicenter of Texas fashion industry advocacy and support for artists and entrepreneurs in fashion to San Antonio. And to, to be this uh, resource for network, which is, you know, community meeting other Texas fashion industry professionals or aspiring professionals to bring global awareness, which is what my fashion company does with fashion news. Although now we have, we have expanded to include Texas fashion talent news. So now it's not just San Antonio. So now I'm dealing with people from all over Texas who are submitting press releases and saying, tell my story, tell my story, tell my story which is so amazing and rewarding. And then uh, the other thing that we have, which is the foundation and the true heart of why I do what I do is the education department. Um, when I first got back from Hollywood, California to San Antonio, the biggest, the biggest obstacle, why I truly believe that San Antonio in particular um, and Texas, I believe, has not become synonymous with fashion, it's the education. It's all about education. And, and so we have taken it upon ourselves to create a lot of educational programming, certificates. Um, you know, our signature is the Silver Jacket Entrepreneur Program, where we teach fashion artists who don't know anything about the business side of monetizing on their fashion talent. We teach them that stuff, you know, marketing, contracts, accounting. It's very important. And, and, and sadly, when you go to art school, no matter what art school it is, from my understanding, they don't teach you the business. So you leave with all these amazing creative skills and this knowledge of history and, and what to do moving forward, right? But you don't leave with an education on what it is to be an American that starts a business. And that is a reality that I really set out to change. The biggest goal being I want to uh, empower people with the knowledge and education so that their brains are their biggest asset. That is, that's super important to me because I've, I have learned that the more I've taught myself, not only do I save money because I know how to do things, but I'm also able to understand and monitor when I do delegate these things to other people because I know what they're doing with my business and I know how to do it myself. And I think it's really important, especially for a new business, to empower them with that education so that they don't have to spend their money on too much stuff and that they can start somewhere and then just grow from there. I thought it was very insightful that uh, Burgundy had talked about, you know, starting at the high school level, starting with, you know, high school students, you know, even though she started out in music, you know, she, she didn't have those resources available to her. And I just thought it was admirable mm -hmm. that she was, um, you know, trying to provide that, to students who were interested in fashion. Yeah. And I just remember too, and I, I think I shared this with you, Vincent, my 
my high school experience, unfortunately, did not give me the confidence that I should have got in pursuing these huge types of dreams, you know, and that's always really stuck with me because I didn't realize how poor of an experience I had until I got to Incarnate Word. And I just was like, gosh, I should know all this stuff and I don't. And or someone should have told me this stuff. Do you know that I didn't even know what a scholarship was until I got one from Incarnate Word? I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even know people got that. And and I'm a first I'm a first generation uh, college attendee and graduate. My mom and grandmother did the best that they could. They did the best they could, but neither one of them have a college experience. So obviously they weren't going to be savvy on the opportunity or who you have to be in high school to get opportunity for yes. college. Right. So, so that was kind of something that stuck with me my whole life was how, how much better of a high school student would I have been had I known that the word scholarship existed and what it does for you? You know, luckily I got the vocal scholarship, but again, it, that took a very special teacher to show that to me, but all, but back to the subject, you know, all the things like that, that I didn't have, I so desperately want this generation to have, you know, especially if they're in a school like mine, you know, I, I, I know that the schools do the best they can. I know, but sometimes it's, I don't know that there takes extra things out there, extra resources, extra organizations or whatever to kind of fill the gaps maybe. And, and, and say, Hey, we're here. And so, so yeah, this year we're starting at the high school level just to say, Hey, if you are from San Antonio or Texas, you know, and you're interested in a fashion career, guess what? For the first time in the history of anything, there is an organization who wants to support you and show you, how to be successful. Yes, you can have a fashion career here. Yes, you can be successful. And I feel like the earlier they get that support, the better we can shepherd them in their way, you know, and guide them to success and resources. And then, oh, that just makes me so excited for the future. Can you imagine the art, the fashion art that's going to come out of San Antonio? Oh, yeah. Like 10 yeah. years from now. God, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Well, Luis, we'll have to... Uh double back and check on her <laughs> check on her. <laughs> I agree like and like I said I've I'm no stranger like I've been following stylish TV for for quite some time now I think I, like I said the one of the first times I met Burgundy was stylish TV was doing a, a raffle for Maverick fest tickets like I think that was 2015 or oh, something yeah. so wow, well, yeah 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 that yeah. was that was one of the first times I heard about what you were doing and I've always been very um very impressed and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, inspired by what you do because you yeah. do everything at a mm -hmm. at a professional level. You you it it might seem like a hobby to to people from the outside, and I can see how some people might see it as oh she's just doing this little thing. You've always right. treated it to me, or it seems to me you've treated it as a business and as something that you're pursuing uh, like as your passion. And I've uh, I've always been really inspired by that. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I don't think a lot of people realize this is my full-time job. Like mm -hmm. I've never had, I don't, this isn't a side hustle. This isn't a, um, you know, like a hobby. This is what I do for a living. 
And I hope that it inspires people to realize, yes, you can have a fashion business in San Antonio and make it your one job. You know, you can. And that's what I'm trying to teach my silver jackets is like, all, and I'll tell you the truth, it was not easy because I came from that same background of, I learned a lot of art. I had uh, experience with fashion news in Hollywood, California, you know, being the star of the MySpace fashion channel and, and all of that. But I never got taught how to run a business. I just, I just didn't. So when I got to San Antonio, um, I was very impressed with how much help is out there in San Antonio and support for entrepreneurs just in general. And it's free. And, and it was so crazy to me. I was like, how do people not know this stuff exists? I mean, all the way from the women's uh, business, what is it, the Lyft Fund, to, you know, even geekdom, to the women's business, uh, you know, uh, at the San Antonio Library. I mean, there's just so many different things out there and so what I did was I took my nightmare <laughs> of a of a of a go here go here go here. I had like seven different places going and I kind of just consolidated all those things and created the silver jacket program for my fashion community so that they don't have to go through the horror of like searching for all these different things. They just come I developed it. It's designed so that everything is in one place. It's a 12 week program now. And, and I'm just on them, me and all the co-facilitators and the teachers, we get the best people at each subject to teach them. And, and we're just on them, you know, like, like supportive coaches just constantly like, okay, did you do this? Did you do that? Um, but yeah, I've always believed in, in a very, and I told Vincent this too, I believe in a very professional protocol because I'm ignorant to anything else. You have to remember my entire career was in Hollywood, California with the top record labels of the world where professionalism is a must because you're dealing with billions of dollars. And if you are not on top of your game and then some, guess what? There's another kid that's waiting for you to get fired who will take your place in two seconds. Wow. So when you're lucky enough to get a job at that level, working with that level of crazy high profile celebrities and executives and world decision makers, you learn how to really be in business. And so when I came home, that's all I knew. You know, I didn't know how to be any other way. Right. So I think that's just, that's why everything is ran like a tight little ship, even though I'm the only full-time employee. A lot of people don't realize that, <laughs> but I do. That's another thing I wanted to touch on was that just everyone at Style, you, you like, you have a very diverse group of women uh, yes. all around you. You want to talk about that for a second too? That that's That's always really impressed me as well. Yes. Well, that's important. You know, we do have... Uh, we have fashion journalists, right? They're independent fashion journalists, freelancers, and they, it's just so important to be diverse in fashion because there isn't, you know, a lot of diversity in fashion. I think things are just barely changing. You know, they're just, people are just barely catching on. Like you can't just pigeonhole like this one type of woman and say every woman in fashion needs to look like this. That's just insane. Not to mention very boring. That's so boring to creatives. So when, when, when 
the, you know, people applied and wanted to come on board, it was important to look for diversity. I was just lucky enough that it just happened organically, you know, and to be quite honest, I'd love more diversity. We would love a black fashion voice back on the team. We used to have um, African-American voices, you know, speaking on behalf of the black community and, you know, cause their fashion, there's so much more to explore. You know, we have uh, Kaya Dublin, she's half black, but you know, we would love that. We would love our, our current intern. She's Asian. I love that, you know, because she has a voice and she kind of chimes in, especially with everything going on right now. You know, we included her in one of our recent stories. Um, and uh, Janelli's Puerto Rican, you know, Crystal is Mexican-American. I'm Mexican-Italian, apparently. <laughs> I just found that out, uh, you know. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's we really do try. You know, I'd love to have a man. You know, we have no voice right now for men. And fashion is for men, too. Um, it's, just a, it's just a matter of growing financial resources to create these beautiful creative jobs. You know, we've, we've got to start recognizing that San Antonio is an art city. We also have to start uh, creating opportunity to create the jobs. Like there are people who would qualify for these jobs, but we need to we need to start some sort of an incentive to get these types of jobs created. And and I know that we could thrive. We we so could. But yes, diversity is such an important part. I think um, you know readers will get a side of uh, society that they probably never never really thought about. You know. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And I'm um, just glad that you were uh, agreeable to share your story. Yeah, I am so thankful too. It's been a long time since I even had the time to share the story. and But I think now with everything happening and the CFDA coming on board from New York and the nonprofit solidifying programming and, and you know, Oh, and of course, Texas Fashion Week, because that's brand new, right? Yes. <laughs> so it's definitely, it's going to be a party, San Antonio. It, <laughs> the fashion party is coming and we are taking it global. I will tell you that. It's going to be incredible. It's been a long time coming, but we're ready. That's it's time. That's outstanding. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining the show, Burgundy. Vincent, always a pleasure to have you here. Same here, sir. Thank you. 